Hare Krishna, Merry Krishna, uh, Vishnu, a Merry Christmas, as one devotee put it. We Vishnu, a Merry Christmas. Uh, so welcome all of you who are joining today. There are more devotees joining than I expected. I was thinking today is um, Christmas Day. Everybody is busy with Christmas festivities, maybe with family, but here you all are. Um, and, uh, oh yeah. Yes, and we have a new newly initiated devotee with us, Odarya Janani Devidas. You can all welcome her if you want to turn on your microphones for a minute. Odarya Janani. Outside Vienna. All the best. Krishna. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Thank you all. Thank you, dear Guru Maharaj. Thank you Hare all. Hare Krishna. You're, you're outside. It's cold outside. Mm. Yes, my child. It's sleep time. It's oh, I see. Baby carriage. Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. Yes. Yes, my my usually day. That's the routine. Yes. I want to show to say only short something. Mm. One year ago or one and a half year ago, I received pranam in Sadhubhavan and I asked Guru Maharaj, how you live without your connection with your without direct connection with Srila Prabhupada? How you live without him? And you answered me uh, I feel him each moment that is uh, he is here with me, and now uh, after initiation, I feel it too. I feel each moment that my guru is with me, really. Mm. And when I touch my japa mala, or I remember that my kanti mala is on me, I know mm -hmm. I am in my family, and my guru is with me each moment. Thank you so much. Very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Odarya Janani. She likes to be called Janani for short. Um, Janani means mother. <laughs> mother of Odarya, um, which can mean munificence, which can be a name of Srimati Radharani. So, okay, um, let's begin. Om Ajnana Timirandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Chakshuran Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Nama Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Stavitam Yena Bhutale Svayam Rupa Gadamahyam 
dadati svapadantikam vandeham shri guru shri uttapadakamalam shri gurun vaishnavamscha shri rupam sagrajatam sahagana ragunatam vitam tam sajivam sadvaitam savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakan Vitangscha Nama Om Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prishtaya Bhutale Shri Mate Bhaktivedanta Swamin Itinamine Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Prachanine Nirvishesha Shunyavadi Paschatyade Shatanine Vanchakalpatrubhyascha Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha Patitanam Bhavanebhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo E Krishna Karuna Sindhu Dinabando Jagatpate Gopesha Gopika Kanta Radha Kanta Namastute Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi Radhe Vrindavaneshwari Rishabhanu Sute Devi Pranamami Hari Priye Jai Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhaktavrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Okay, so we have some singing to do and some discussion to do and some more discussion. <laughs> and in this way, oh, and I think we have possibly also some additional presentation um, from last week's Vyasa Puja. I, I heard rumors. <laughs> we will see. Um, okay, now let me see where I am. Let's go here. Yeah. Okay, let's uh, let's join Shila Bhaktivinoda Thakur in his lamentation, <laughs> spiritual lamentation, Upalabdi Anutapalakshana Upalabdi, song number five. Ore mana klesha tapadeki. Daki J Oshesh 
Abhidya asmita ar abin abinivesh durbar raga dvesha e pancha klesh. My dear mind, all I can see is unlimited material miseries and difficulties on all sides. Especially there are these five specific troubles. Ignorance, distraction, misconcentration, misdirected love, and impurity. Interesting how they've been translated. Avidya asmita. Hmm. Of course, avidya is ignorance. Asmita, he's translating as distraction. Literally, um, it comes from the word asmi, which is uh, Sanskrit, I am. And asmita uh, is the abstract form. So, I am-ness. The mentality of thinking, I am. Um, So basically like, aham mameti, aham mama. The aham part is asmi, I am. But he's translating it here as distraction, which is interesting. Uh, Third, abhinivesha, which he's translating as Misconcentration. Usually, Abhinivesha, as far as I know, is translated more like uh, fear of death. Hmm. Misconcentration. Abhinivish. Okay. And then uh, Raga and Vesha. Misdirected love, that's nice. So raga is usually translated as attachment. Here he says misdirected love. And dvesha is usually translated as uh, aversion. Here he's translating it as impurity. Also interesting, something, yeah, some food for thought in all of these ways of translating. Avidyatma bismaran asmityanna bibhavan abhiniveshanye gadamati. And then some explanation in the second verse translation. According to Patanjali's Yoga Sutra, Sadhana Pada, Third Sutra, the affliction of these five miseries results in continuous degradation in the following ways. First, avidya. Ignorance makes me completely forgetful of my nature as pure spirit soul. Mm, So, avidya atma. Um, Bismarana, of course, means forgetfulness. Smarana, remembering. Bismarana, forgetting. 
Uh, two, asmita, conceited egoistic pride, causes me to be distracted from the real essence of life. Anya vibhavana. I guess it's the translation. Asmitya anya vibhavana. Hmm. Okay. And third, Abhinivesha, I have become deeply absorbed in trivial pursuits. God, God Muti must mean trivial uh, mentality. God, God. And four, Raga. Anye priti ragan an raga andata. Andata, that's no doubt a long A. We can check. I found. I just so happen to have. Tada. Kalyana Kalpataru in Bangla Lipi. So we can see what the. Um, where the diacritic marks are. Okay, so this is going to be Anye Gadamati. Anye Priti Ragandata. Yes, Raga Andata. It's again kind of an abstract noun. Under, um, we can say blindness. So, let's see, he translates, Abhinivesha, I have become deeply absorbed in trivial pursuits. Next, Raga, I've developed love and attachment to things which are averse to pure God consciousness. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anye priti, love for something else. Um, then... Vidvesha Atma Vishuddhata. Dvesha, my soul has become filthy, means very dirty, and polluted, means like dirty, uh, by nasty qualities. Nasty is dirty. (laughs) Uh, Nasty. How to translate nasty. Anyway. Mm. Panchaklesha sadai durgati. Mm. I'm always suffering these five sufferings, klesha. Um, okay, then third verse. Bhulia vaikunta tattva. And that we should be able to understand. Vaikunta Tattva, the reality of Vaikunta or the truth of Vaikunta. Bhulia uh, means forgetting, having forgotten. Maya Bhoge Su Pramatta Ami Ami Kuriya Bedai. Due to all these distracting troubles, I'm forgetting my real home 
in the spiritual world, the eternal land of no anxiety. And I have become completely mad. Mm. Maya Boge Su Pramatta. Um, su means very. And matta means uh, disturbed, mad. Pramatta means very disturbed. So super, du- super really disturbed. Supramatta. Uh, by frantically means in, in a mad way, trying to enjoy all the so-called enjoyments offered by maya's illusions, maya boge. Mm. Thus, I surround myself with so many misconceptions of me, me, me. Oh, mind, my dear brother, Mm. A Amar, She Amar, A Bhavan Anibar, Basta Kore Mor Chittabai. Hmm. Thus I surround myself with so many misconceptions of me, me, me. Oh, mind, my dear brother, just see how my heart has become full of so much anxiety due to constant worries about this is mine, this is mine. E Amar, She Amar. Amar is the possessive, my. Uh, e this, She, this, this very. E Bhavana Anibar, Anibar, uh, I think could mean repeatedly, and bhavana this mood. Vasta kore, morchitta bhai. Oh bhai, oh brother, morchitta. Uh, my mind, my consciousness uh, is vasta kore has been made mm, wasted. Uh, it's disturbed. A rogue shamanupai. Let's see. And this doesn't. Oh, here we go. Excuse me, just checking. Taki. Well. A, the numbering is different. Hey, Amar, that's three. Okay, finishes there. Here we go. A hey, rogue, sham no sham, hmm, sham no pai says here. Sham no pai, uh, anveshya, hi hi. Hmm, mile. Baidya Shadya Jamopam? Yeah, Jamopam. Oh, right. Yama Upama. Compared to Yama. 
Ami Brahma Maya Brahm E Oshadher Kram Daki Chinta Hoi Lobisham I am searching for the remedy to cure this material disease. A rogue. Sham. Upaya. Okay, so upaya. Uh, we should know that word by now. <laughs> it means a process or a way or a means how to do something. It's an upaya. And shaman uh, would be to suppress or to reduce or eliminate. Roga means sickness. Um, <clears throat> Anveshya, hi, hi. Mm, this I'm not sure. Anveshya. Uh, Mile Baidya, Shadya Jamupam. So Baidya is a doctor. And uh, Sadya, let's see, is it short or long? Um, Sadya, no, it's short. Shadyo, Shadyo, Yamopan. In any case, hmm. and this doctor that I found is no better than Yamaraj. <laughs> he's equal to, he's the same as Yamaraj. Ami Brahm, Brahma, let's see, is that long or short? Ami Brahm, no, it's short. Right, because it's not referring to the demigod Brahma, it's referring to Brahman. Ami Brahman, Moi Brahm, E Oshader Kram, Daki, that's misspelled. Mm-mm. Yeah, it should be D-E-K-H-I. Dakhi chintaholo holo bishama. This doctor has given me the prescription, I am Brahman, Maya is false. <laughs> but now, when I see the result of this so-called medicine, I feel an unbearable anxiety in my Conscience. So, Ami Brahm, Maya Brahm, E Oshadir, Krum. So, the Oshadi, the medicine, uh, Krama means steps and I guess procedure. Also, the procedure of taking this. What does he get, this doctor, so called? He's told me I should think I am Brahman, I am Brahman, I am. Um, <laughs> this way I'll get rid of maya, the brahma, the mistake of maya, of illusion. Dekhi, dekhiya, seeing. Chinta hoilo visham. It's just given me unbearable anxiety in my consciousness. And then, Eke to roger koshto 
On one side, I feel great difficulty and grief from these five material miseries. So that's the Raghadvesha, the five kleshas, Raghadvesha, Abhinivesha, Avidya, Asmita. Uh, usually they're listed avidya, asmita, ragadvesha, abhinivesha, in that order. So on the one side, I feel great difficulty and grief from these five material miseries. And on the other side stands the corrupted doctor, the mayavadi, who's just like another yamaraj. <laughs> How will I ever be able to get freed from being sandwiched? pushed together in between this tormenting agony. A jantran, he said I more. Jantran, I think here, uh, from yantra, which can mean something like machine or device. Mm. Of course, yantra can also be a... a um, a design like a symmetrical um, object for meditation design. Um, but it can also mean a kind of device or machine. Ejantran kise jaimor. Kise, how? This is the question. Uh, how will I win jai? How will I be victorious? How will I prevail? Uh, there is only one remedy, Shri Chaitanya Doyamoy. Uh, if I would simply take complete shelter of Lord Chaitanya, Koro Jodi Shama Ashroy. Ashraya means shelter, Shama Ashroy, complete shelter. Uh, Jodi means if, so Koro Ha, if I would take complete shelter of. Uh, Lord Chaitanya's mercy, Doya Moya, of Lord Chaitanya, who is Doya Moya, who is full of mercy. Par Habe E Bipad Gor. Then only I will easily cross over this ghastly calamity. Vipada here can say means calamity, this. Um, can mean accident, it can mean trouble, uh, misery, bipada, santuta, shashva, tatra, tatra, jagat guru, bhavato, darshanam, yatsyat, apunar, bhava, darshanam, kunti devi prayers. Give me more trouble. But Bhaktivinoda is saying, please take away this trouble. Uh, which is not just some trouble, it's ghora, it's very heavy trouble. And how will it be possible? Par hobe, mm. para other or going across, I guess, um, will be possible. How? Shri Chaitanya Doyamoy.
by taking shelter of Lord Chaitanya. Katanchan asmite yasmid, duskaram sukaram bhavet vismrite viparitam syat, shi Chaitanya namamitam. Let me offer obeisance to Lord Chaitanya, whose memory makes difficult things easy and whose forgetfulness, forgetting, uh, makes mm, easy things impossible. Okay, let's try it. Let's try it. Okay. Avidya Asmita Al Avini Vesha Durbana Avidya Asmita Abini Vesha Durbana Ragadesha e pancha klesha Ragadesha e pancha klesha Abhidyatma Bismaran Asmitana Vibhavana Abhidyatma Bismaran Asmitana Vibhavana Abhinibeshanye Gada Mati Abini Vishanye Gata Mati Anye Priti Ragandata Vidvishatma Vishudhata Anye priti ragandata Vidveshatma vishudhata 
ejantram kise chai mo Shri Krishna che tanya toyamoy koro jadi samasra Shri Chaitanya Dayamoy Koro Jodi Samasaya Parhabe Ebi Pada Go Parhabe Ebi Go Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare 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 Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, 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 Hare Hare, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama Rama Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Rama Hare Rama Rama Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Rama Hare Rama Rama Haribo, 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 Tigora, Haribo, 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 Srila It's interesting, he's um, referring to the classical yoga system of Patanjali. We could spend more time with that. Um, uh, but uh, it's mentioned in the translation that this is right at the beginning of the 
Yoga Sutras of Patanjali, that he lists these kleshas, these troubles, ragadvesha, sorry, avidya, asmita, ragadvesha, abhinivesha. Um, and this is a nice way to summarize what's our problem. <laughs> Material life, what is it? It's avidya, asmita, ragadvesha, and abhinivesha. Pretty much everything's included there. And then in the final verse, eketo rogyar kashta yamopam vaidyabrashta e jantran kise jai, more. What am I supposed to do? Now I wanted to solve the problem of these five kleshas. What did I get? I got a doctor who tells me I should meditate on impersonal Brahman. Uh, and this is just giving me another misery. I had five miseries, now I have six. <laughs> and what's the solution? Shri Chaitanya Doyamoy Koro Jodi Somashroy. Uh, to take not just shelter, but samash, or a complete shelter of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In this way, this bipada, this trouble, um, will, which is ghora, which is so much trouble, uh, serious, it's a serious problem. We're in the material world, we try to get out, and we end up uh, in Brahman effulgence. That's a all of it's all a problem from every perspective. So I will ask your um, patience. I'm going to come back in about one and a half minutes, and then we can proceed. Meanwhile, we can you can sing Christmas carols or whatever you like. Hare Krishna devotees, I hope you hear me. I would like to use this opportunity for all of you who want Guru Maharaj's new book on um, Paravidya Mala, first part, that you order the book or maybe to send some more copies to Yatra because it's, uh, it's printed here in Croatia and it's a little, not so expensive to send in Europe, but I guess all around the world. So if you have some ideas, some desire, please send me email or on Facebook, contact me or anyway, here even in chat if you want. And um, yeah, I want to also inform you that we are very close to the publishing second book already because there are many books and and um, yeah and uh, that's it so for all those who want to please contact me privately and or for Yatra's better and I can send you okay thank you I'm back. recording in progress mm. okay <laughs> good so then um just look over here. Yes. Now, I think, again, there's a rumor, and maybe Divyambara can confirm the rumor. 
that Divyambara wants to uh, sort of continue the party from last Saturday. Yes, Guru Maharaj, Hare Krishna, my (laughs) obeisances to you, everybody. I'm so sorry, I I couldn't fully participate last weekend. No problem. Um, I would, first of all, I would like to thank you, Guru Maharaj, and all the devotees for continuing our weekly Sangha, Saturday Sangha. It really is the highlight of my week, and um, it just gets better and better. And I I can see your camera got better, Guru Maharaj. We can see you so much better whatever camera you're using. It works great. Really? And the sound is My better. My dad doesn't like this camera. Really? Yeah, he says oh. it changes the perspective too much. It looks very professional. Okay, so I will quote you. <laughs> <laughs> um, you. You always strike me as one of the most balanced people I know. Balanced. I've been focusing a lot... <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it not really. You never go into extremes in terms of opinions or activities or personal traits. Um, in our day and age, that's a remarkable accomplishment, and you set a wonderful example for all of us. I've been thinking new, a lot about my new name <laughs> is Plain Vanilla. <laughs> How come Plain Vanilla? Yeah, no extremes, no. Nothing, just plain vanilla. Oh, like the ice cream. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've been thinking a lot about balance too because my uh, writing my new cookbook called Joy of Balance. Um, But um, thank you. In 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 my childlike attempt to glorify you, I would like to reflect on a few of your many, many balanced qualities. Hmm. And I created the slideshow oh. just for fun. Let me share it. So um, you, you possess seemingly opposing qualities, Guru Maharaj, but they balance each other out beautifully. For example, you're heavy, you're a guru, <clears throat> you're heavy with wisdom, knowledge, uh, with your life experience. It, it's really amazing how um, how wealthy you are uh, with all this, how heavy you are with all this wealth. And also you have a lot of books in your library. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but at the same time, you light. You lighten an intense conversation or topic with your tasteful humor, and you're very lighthearted. Uh, you never hold a grudge, and I couldn't resist but add Dr. Seuss image <laughs> here. <laughs> yeah, I know you grew up with Dr. Seuss. <laughs> Um, you're also very serious. You're serious about life's purpose. You carry many responsibilities um, in your service to Srila Prabhupada. Also, 
in our lives as well as our teacher. You carefully consider your words and actions. And at the same time, you're very playful. And you teach us how to have fun in devotional service. And also how not to take ourselves too seriously. I tend to do that. So you always come to the rescue, in my case at least. <laughs> You're strict in following your vows and sadhana. And at the same time, you're very flexible and understanding toward others and where they're at. You don't expect us to be perfect. Uh, and um, you encourage us to find happiness in our service and to make progress from wherever we may be in life. You don't push us to be artificial devotees. You're loyal to Srila Prabhupada and the Vaishnava teachings. You never deviate from the Siddhanta. At the same time, you're very broad-minded. You honor other spiritual traditions. You teach us how to do that and how to establish common ground for respectful dialogue. I, I really appreciated the our discussions on the diabolical Vaishnavism. Um, Diabol and, diabolical? Uh, sorry, diabolical. <laughs> Dialogical. Dialogical, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> There's a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still waking up this morning, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. But the, um, I remember Guruda Prabhu would say, open-minded is kind of like Madhyama Adhikari and broad-minded is Uttama Adhikari. And mm. you, you're one of the most broad-minded people that I've that I've ever met. Also in the sense that you accept everybody the way they are, the, without judgment. You are very creative, finding newer and newer ways to express your devotion and to invoke Krishna Bhakti in others. You have a very high standard of artistry. Um, it, in, in your writings, this shows up in your writings, um, in your, your musical expressions and many other ways, your drama. <clears throat> At the same time, you're very encouraging in our creative expressions, however imperfect they may be. You are extremely productive, writing books and articles and speaking and getting things done. I, I personally have a hard time keeping up with you, with all your classes uh, that you've been giving for the past year and a half online. I'm still catching up on them. But um, you've written so many books and you continue to write um, both for the Vaishnava community and the scholarly community. At the same time, you're very patient with our much slower pace, just like a fisherman. <laughs> Patiently wait for us to bite, to grasp um, whatever you're offering. 
you fully surrender to Krishna in body, mind, and soul. There is no doubt about that. <clears throat> At the same time, you're very down to earth, practical. Take care. You take care, very good care of your health, and you insist that we do the same. I, I'm really amazed, and you're in such good shape, Guru Maharaj. You, your health is so good at your age. It's it's remarkable. And you accept whatever works to best continue service. And you're very expert at managing material energy in Krishna's service. So, thank you very much. Mm. And um, <laughs> Guru Maharaj, you, you're one of those exceptionally rare souls who has completely dedicated your life in service to others. And whatever you do is for the benefit of others, whether it is by directly inspiring Krishna consciousness or indirectly, simply. Being in your presence benefits others. And we're also fortunate to know you and to follow you as our teacher and guide. The more I understand your mission, the more I realize how rare and extraordinary you are. <clears throat> and how special it is to be in your, in your orbit. <laughs> so thank you for being there for us. Thank you for lovingly uplifting each one of us from wherever in life we may be. And thank you for being most patient and encouraging with our spiritual progress. Um, there is a saying that when one constantly thinks about the qualities of another person, be they good or bad, one involuntarily acquires those qualities. Mm -hmm. So I pray that I may continue to meditate on your glorious Vaishnava qualities every single day. Then rest assured, one day by your grace, these qualities will also spark and shine in my heart. So I may follow in your footsteps and serve exclusively for the pleasure of Sri Krishna and to benefit others. Hmm. Thank you so much, Guru Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Thank you. Very nice. Tevyambara all the way from New York, from the Big Apple. Um, were these, was this artwork uh, done by someone we know? No, I, I just got it. Okay. On, on document. <laughs> I could go on and on, but I ran out of images. So... <laughs> I, I wanted to use real pictures of you, but my library is not so big. Yeah, no, that's okay. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Um, and Dira Lalita was commenting also that this presentation was was fun. <laughs> nice and also lovely and fun, she said. So, yeah. Um, thank you. Can we, do we know yet when your uh, second cookbook is going to be out? Uh, yes, it will come out, Krishna willing, in, in the fall of 2022. Mm -hmm. It's being proofread now. Mm -hmm. uh, it's come out beautiful. The design is really beautiful. I think, I think you'll like it. 
it's the same publisher, right? And yes. Probably, it'll be yeah. the same format as your first one? Yes. Good. Okay. Very good. Very good. And it's called, what was it, with balance? Joy of balance. The joy of balance. Yeah. And are you ready, guide to cooking with healing ingredients? Oh, that sounds good. Very nice. Okay. Thank you. Um, I guess we should ask Dira Lalita if there was someone else who wanted to say something continuing last week's party, or can we proceed with this week's? Um. Thank you, Maharaj. Um, no, no one else um, asked for. Okay. So. Okay, that's fine. We have more time for your class, which is wonderful. Well, let's call it a discussion because um, I want to. Um, I want to look at what we what I mentioned kind of last minute last time, so I don't know how many of you caught it, that we could look at where this verse, Trinada Pisunichena Dorodi Vasahishana, uh, is found in different contexts in Chaitanya Charitamrita. Uh, in purports, actually what I gave you, I think was... Um, all except maybe one, or maybe it was all, uh, within purports. And what I realized is that, because I took these from the index of the particular edition I have, it seems like it was only including those, and not including the three times, I think three times, uh, that it appears uh, as a verse, um, within Chaitanya Charitamrita, quoted by Krishnadas Kaviraj. Uh, so I dare to ask, did anyone uh, find time to look at these different contexts of this verse? Anybody? Um, Epek is nodding. It's nice. And, Hi, good and I, I, I have, I have only got up to, um, Adelila eight. Okay, but you started eight sixteen. Okay, eight sixteen. Mm. Um, and and I found out that there are two, twice. Um, Shri Prabhupada has mentioned Nandapu Sunitina in one seven fifty and in eight sixteen Adelila. Um, mm -hmm. what quotes it. And mm -hmm. a few more things that I found out is that Sri Prabhupada is emphasizing on two things. One is uh, when the Vaishnava, when somebody offends the Vaishnava, the Vaishnava acts humbly and meekly. And he gave the uh, example of Lord Chaitanya you know, going to Benares to my bodies, and he's paying them obeisances after he heard from Tapa Mishra that he was criticized very badly. 
Mm-hmm. And and the other example is that <laughs> if if Vaishnava sees that other Vaishnava or Lord is um, offended, then then I should probably said one has to get angry as a fire <laughs> mm-hmm. and and act on it. And also there are some examples of Lord Chaitanya wanted to um, kill uh, actually um, Mother and Daga and Mother when they hurt Lord Nityananda. Um, that's that's how so far I went. Yeah, that's good. And my baby. Ipek, Bhaktin Ipek, did you have something you wanted to comment to this? Um, I wanted to say similar things. Uh, also, uh, the story, um, so I think um, from the verses that you gave us, uh, two were about um, the Leela, the Benares Leela that uh, was just mentioned, and two other ones were uh, from uh, Haridas Thakur's life um, about how a prostitute was sent to her and how the prostitute was um, purified just by listening to him chanting. Um, and I found those lilas particularly um, affecting for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, if we're thinking about context, mm-hmm. We're looking at some narrative, so something is happening, uh, a story, and then within the story, uh, there's a kind of, of course, Srila Prabhupada is giving various elaborations or explanations, and then within some of the explanations, elaborations, he's quoting this verse, Trinata Pisanichena, right? Um, so it's it's one way just to remember a verse, to remember an instruction, and of course we understand uh, this particular instruction is central, it's core, it's one of the eight uh, shiksha, uh, shiksha ashtakam of the eight of the shiksha ashtakam, it's the third the third verse. Uh, and in that respect, it's quoted in Chaitanya Charitamrita, practically at the end of the book. So it's Antilila chapter 20, in which uh, we hear Krishna Das Kaviraj gives us a description of Lord Chaitanya uh, speaking the eight verses one f not immediately one after another but rather one verse the first uh, cheto darpana marginam and then there's some reflection on that verse or some expression of how lord chaitanya um what is his mood mm. and then to the next verse nam nam akari bahuda shaktis and so on and uh, then we come to Trinata Pisunichena, 
Now let's see which verse we I found it. Yeah, verse number twenty-one. Um, so we have this kind of context where it's within the text itself, meaning the verses of Chaitanya Charitamrita um, of Krishnadas Kaviraj. He is quoting Lord Chaitanya, but um, although we understand these instructions are so central, they're coming at the very end of Chaitanya Charitamrita. And one might wonder, well, why is that? Shouldn't they be in the very beginning? <laughs> so one way to understand uh, why they're coming at the end, we could say, um, well, one could look at the story of Lord Chaitanya's life, and perhaps it's not clear, um, but it could be understood that it was toward the end of his manifest life that he spoke these verses. That's one possibility. Mm. Another possibility just came to my mind, for what it's worth. Upakramos, upakramo pasanghara bhyaso apurvatapalam. Arta Artavada Upapati Cha Lingam Cha Lingam Tatparya Nirnaye the six lingas of uh, of a text by which one understands the meaning of the text according to classical Purva Mimamsa philosophy. So Upakrama uh, means the commencement, the beginning of a of a it can mean the beginning of a book. Um, it can mean the beginning of a chapter, or the beginning of some of a section. And then upasanghara uh, is the opposite. It's the end. And again, in this case, it would be an example of the end of the book. So we can say we understand uh, the message of Chaitanya Charitamrita as a whole by looking by focusing on chapter 20 of Antyalila. Somebody doesn't have time to read the whole Chaitanya Charitamrita. Okay, read chapter 20, the very last. Read the first chapter of uh, Adi Lila and read the last chapter of Antyalila. That would be a kind of option. Uh, the first, uh, ver first chapter... Adi Lila, uh, the first 14 verses are especially important. Uh, they are uh, the Mangala Charana, and uh, they are then elaborated extensively in uh, the verses of the remainder of that chapter, and then chapters 2, 3, 4, 5, Six, the first six chapters are a purport to the first fourteen verses. You can say, and that 
we talked about that a little when we were discussing um, chapter four, uh, Adi Lila, how it's explaining verses five and six, which are describing Lord Chaitanya's purposes in appearing. And uh, especially chapter five. Uh, no, what am I saying? I'm getting chapter numbers mixed up. Chapter five is Nityananda Prabhu. Chapter six is Advaita Charya. Um, what I want to say is chapter four. Chapter four is glorification of Shimati Radharani, um, especially. Okay, getting off the subject. So, upakrama upasanghara. So that could be one way of explaining the context in this particular case. And I was, uh, I think I mentioned before, um, it's helpful to appreciate context because the context of a verse is illuminating the verse. And also the verse is illuminating the context. Mm. So it's, um, in any case, illuminating. <laughs> oh, but the point I wanted to make now is that this can also be a way of remembering. Uh, we want to remember. Okay, so one way to remember is to remember... Uh, the story, the narrative of Lord Chaitanya in Varanasi, or as we say nowadays, Banaras. Um, it's the confluence of two rivers, the Varana and the Asi rivers. Three, three rivers, sorry. There's the Varana, the Asi, and of course the Ganga. Um so Lord Chaitanya is there, and what's happening? Well, he's chanting and dancing and having a great time doing Sankirtan, what Lord Chaitanya does. Um, and what are the other sannyasis in Varanasi doing? Or Kashi is another, another name for Varanasi. Uh, what are they doing? They're studying Vedanta. They're studying the Upanishads. Um, and so it seems they're all kind of sitting quietly in one place and spending their time in that way. And maybe they see, maybe they hear about uh, this sannyasi, uh, Krishna Chaitanya, who's come to town. He's, he's, um, he's a stranger in town. Who is that strange Swami? Uh, so they, and they see he's out in the streets and he's just carrying on and, and it's really an embarrassment actually. Uh, it's an embarrassment to their order. Um, they're commanding respect from all the, um, all the townspeople because they're so renounced because they just sit and read and discuss Vedanta. So that that brings 
respect, and with respect comes power, uh, they're able to, you know, have influence on the people. But then here comes this strange Swami from Bengal. Bengal. People in Bengal, they're so uncultured. Um, and that's the Wild East. Nobody goes as far as Bengal, uh, who is connected with Vedic learning. Well, actually, they do, it turns out, of course. Uh, Navadvip is, um, is a hub. Uh, there's Varanasi, but there's also Navadvip as a place of Sanskrit learning. Anyway, so they're, you know, they're kind of mumbling and grumbling about Lord Chaitanya, and, and this is heard um, by the two followers of Lord Chaitanya. One was Tapan Mishra, and the other was uh, Chandrasekhara Acharya. And because they're followers of Lord Chaitanya, they have all admiration for him. Uh, it's very painful for them to hear this, um, what's really criticism of him from these other sannyasis. It's very painful. And so at one point they can't take it anymore. But they don't want to embarrass Lord Chaitanya by you know, maybe he's trying to say something against them. Besides, they're not sannyasis, and who cares about them? So they turn to Lord Chaitanya himself and ask him what to do. Hmm. And it's in this context huh, that Śrīla Prabhupāda is quoting Trinada Pisanichena, one of his several cases. And they say, Kotek shunibo prabhu tomar nindan na pari shahite ebe chariba jivan. How long can we tolerate the blasphemy by your critics against your conduct? Kotek, how much? <clears throat> Tomar Nindana. Uh, nindana is blasphemy or offense uh, against your contact, conduct. We should give up our lives rather than hear such blasphemy. Naparishahite ebe chariba jivan. Chariba actually means we will give up. We will give up our lives rather than tolerate this. Then Śrīla Prabhupāda begins his purport. One of the most important instructions by Chaitanya Mahāprabhu regarding regular Vaishnava behavior is that a Vaishnava should be tolerant like a tree and submissive like grass. And then he quotes, Trinādhapīsanīcēnā, etc. And he translates the verse, And then he goes on. Nevertheless, the author 
of these instructions, Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did not tolerate the misbehavior of Jagai and Madai. So he takes it back to another context. He tells that story uh, about them harming Nityananda Prabhu. What was Mahaprabhu's response? He became angry. He wanted to kill them. It was only Nityananda Prabhu's mercy that stopped him from killing them. And then Prabhupada explains, one should be very meek and humble in his personal transactions. And if insulted, a Vaishnava should be tolerant and not angry. But if there is blasphemy against one's guru or another Vaishnava, one should be as angry as fire. Uh, and that's interesting because it's not in the verse, right? The verse is just about being humble and tolerant. So that's... Um, so... Here you can say Prabhupada is um, he's explaining the exception to the rule, basically. The rule is be humble and tolerant. The exception is when another Vaishnava is being insulted uh, or blasphemed. Then, should you be humble and tolerant? No, you should be the opposite. <laughs> And to emphasize that you should be angry as, uh, be as angry as fire. And then he uh, explains, Lord Chaitanya gave this example in the case of uh, the situation with Jagai and Mandai. So the point is that that's one example uh, of a context where we can remember Aha, uh -huh. this is, uh, reminds me of the case where these two devotees in Varanasi were disturbed um, by how these sannyasis were acting. So they, um, they didn't want to just tolerate. In fact, they were suggesting maybe we should just give up our lives because that's another option uh, that's mentioned. One of them is cutting out the tongue of the blasphemer. Uh, one is going away. One is uh, giving up one's life. Mm. It's all very dramatic and hard to imagine. Going away, of course, that's okay. That's something we can manage. And maybe we don't want to go around cutting out people's tongues. Okay, another context. Uh, yeah, this is chapter 8, Adi Leela. And, okay, this is in the purport to chapter, chapter 8, verse 16. Bahujanma kore jodi shravana kirtana tabhuta na pai krishna pode premadana. If one is infested with the ten offenses in the chanting of the Hare Krishna Mahamantra, despite his endeavors to chant the holy name for many births, 
you will not get the love of Godhead. That is the ultimate goal of chanting. Now, this is within uh, context of Krishnadas Kaviraj, who is um, well. He's leading up ultimately. The title of this chapter is "The Author Receives the Orders of Krishna and Guru." He's going to tell his story of how how he became a Hare Krishna. Uh, that is, Lord Nityananda personally came to him in a dream, told him to leave home, go to Vrindavan, and there you'll find you. Uh, you will gain all that you desire. Uh, but he's mm, he's explaining uh, explaining about Lord Chaitanya's purpose in taking sannyas. Uh, he's taking sannyas uh, because he is. Uh, in order to spread his mission, he's he's not being sufficient he's not really being respected as a householder who listens to householder right <laughs> some some of you who are householders might feel this way sometimes you try to uh speak krishna kata and people sort of shrug their shoulders oh he's a householder what does he know not necessarily fortunately in our uh, Iskan society in the Vaishnav community presently, there are many excellent, um, we say, preachers who are householders and they are very much respected. Um, but in Lord Chaitanya's time, it seems that it was not so much the case. And so Mahaprabhu decided to take sannyas. Um, And uh, then he quotes, this is a very nice verse, uh, number 15, one verse before the one we're looking at. Shri Krishna Chaitanya Daya Koroho Vichar, Vichar Kori Lechitte Pabe Chamotkar. If you are indeed interested in logic and argument, kindly apply it to the mercy of Shri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. If you do so, you will find it to be strikingly wonderful. This verse makes me suspect that there were some sort of logicians um, lurking around in Vrindavan when Krishnadas Kaviraj wrote his Chaitanya Charitamrita. He doesn't say anything explicitly, but it seems like he's concerned about the logicians. Um, just before this, he quotes, Logicians say, unless one gains understanding through logic and argument, how can one decide upon a worshipable deity? Of course, that would be, um, in his time, they might want to do some reasoning to determine uh, who to worship. Modern-day logicians are more likely to say, 
We don't do logic to find out someone to worship. We do logic uh, to find out that there is no one to worship. <laughs> In any case, he's uh, introduced the idea of applying logic to the activities of Lord Chaitanya. And then he seems to turn back, it may be because of he's thinking about the logicians again, that he says, Bahu Janma Kore Jodi Shravan Kirtan. Many lifetimes you may do Shravan Kirtan, Tabuta Na Pai Krishna Pode Premadan. But you won't get Krishna Prema, you won't get the result. Um, Prabhupada adds into the translation if one is infested with the ten offenses in chanting. That's not in the Bengali of the verse, but it fits. It's you know, it explains the verse. Why what is the problem? Problem is making offenses while chanting. And then he's quoting Bhakti Siddhanta Thakur. Although one may go on chanting the Hare Krishna mantra for many, many years, there's no possibility of attaining the platform of devotional service unless one accepts Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And then he says, one must follow strictly the instructions of Sri Chaitanya Mahaprabhu given in Shikshasaka. And then comes the verse, Trinata Pisani Chedata So that's nice, um, because what he's saying here is to accept Lord Chaitanya is to accept his instructions. So we can take that in steps. We can say, you want to uh, receive um, the benefit of hearing and chanting, The, the acharyas are saying, okay, then you have to accept Lord Chaitanya. What does it mean to, to accept Lord Chaitanya? It means to accept his instruction. Which instruction? He gave so many instructions. Yes, all the instructions. But number one, Trinata Pisunichena, Tarodiva Sishnana Manade. The attitude to adopt or to cultivate enchanting mantra um, enables the mantra to be constantly chanted. Kirtaniya sada harihi. Uh, one can say that uh, the main line of this verse is Kirtaniya Sada Hari. The, the name of Hari of Krishna is Kirtaniya. It can be chanted. It's not like in the um, Orthodox or traditional, I don't know, Orthodox Jewish tradition. One doesn't pronounce the name of God. It is too holy. Mm, that's the understanding, uh, at least for some in the Jewish tradition. Uh, 
No, it is kirtaniya. It is. It can be chanted. It can be uh, glorified. Then, when when can that happen? Sada always. And that was explained in the previous uh, the eight ashtakam, shikshastakam, nam namakari bahuda nija sarvashak tatrarpita niyamita smarane nakala. There are no restrictions as far as time, place, circumstance for chanting. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so Trinadapi, okay. And of course, there's so much more in the purport. Prabhupada's emphasizing the importance of the name. Um, let's see, there was something. In the chat. Uh, yes, Guru Maharaj. Um, I, I, I have my hand aufgehoben. Oh. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted very shortly quote. I wanted very shortly to quote a, a quotation from Srila Prabhupada. It's not from Chaitanya Charitamrita, but I was thinking it's really. Ma- Matching. Mm-hmm. It's from the last chapter of Krishna book, mm. and it, it was for me also like touching. Mm. I'm sorry. The process is easy and helpful, and Prabhupada means uh, hearing Krishna katha. It is simply to chant the Maha Mantra. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Lord Chaitanya has therefore recommended that one should be callous to the material ups and downs. Material life is temporary, and so the ups and downs of life may come and go. When they come, one should be as tolerant as a tree and as humble and meek as the straw in the street. But certainly, he must engage himself in Krishna consciousness by chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Krishna. Yes. <laughs> Krishna book 19th chapter. Oh. Thank you. So that's nice, uh, because you're saying that's in the 90th, the final chapter, right? Yes. So that's uh, kind of underlining the point about upasamhara, mm, the sort of concluding point uh, becomes uh, the decisive point of the text. That's nice, thank you. Um, okay, and I see a question from Divyambara. How do we apply the principle of responding to blasphemy when that's happening on the internet, social media? Ooh, that's a difficult one. <clears throat> Maybe, no, he's translating. I was going to ask Kavichandra to answer that because he's uh, 
is a media person. It's hard to, hard to translate. <laughs> it's too complicated. Okay. Um, let's see. Do we have any other social media, socialites, any media socialites who want to give that a try? Mm. Yeah. Um, we're not so media social, are we? Socially mediating. Media means to mediate. This, <clears throat> it's been noticed. This is one of the major uh, problems. I can be, I can be heard now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Dharmagupta unmuted me. Okay. Well, I was thinking about this many times. Mm -hmm. So it is, uh, it is a bit complicated because... Uh, uh, social media are very ephemeric. I mean, uh, someone is commenting and this is going, you know, down of the list or the, yeah. or the, uh, you know, wall, so-called wall, yeah. for example, it's wall, wall of Facebook. Gone, gone yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. So it's, it's very hard to dis discuss with anyone because you are commenting and then nobody is uh, reading this. People are, People are, are writing comments, but uh, usually they are not reading comments. You know, <laughs> that's one thing. <laughs> yes. So, so this is always in in communication. This is uh, quite often uh, an issue with hearing, because it's much easier to comment than to hear. Right. It's it's uh, people don't don't usually don't think like this but that this is true it's it's much harder to uh, to hear for example sometimes people are seeing only title of the article and nobody is reading the article but they are commenting mm. yes like or uh, i can give you an example uh, i was reading one uh, article actually it was only a title of the article that says that we have, we have less and less uh, uh, species of of beards in Poland and people are commenting but in my house I can hear so many uh, so many different beards birds 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 yeah yeah no I never <laughs> I never know how to pronounce this uh, uh, so so I was thinking, okay, so I can I can assume that uh, people that are commenting they are not read that nobody read this article, right? Yeah, because it's like it's it's the situation like someone says, okay, uh, my my daughter died, you know, last year, and someone is commenting, but my daughter is still alive. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> it's you know totally, it's it's irrelevant. It's, yes, completely. <laughs> Yeah. So it's it's so hard to discuss uh, in, in the internet. It's much much harder than mm. uh, to do it on, on on life. So that is one thing. That yeah. is one thing. Yeah. And the second thing, the second thing, uh, I can say only from the perspective. I can say from the perspective of of uh, nonviolence communication, and mm. that's completely different attitude. Uh, so it means. 
we never see someone is saying hard words. We never see it as something wrong. We always can look that someone is uh, someone is expressing his uh, just his uh, uh, emotions and unf- unfulfilled needs. Right. So, uh, so I think because we have on we have also uh, because we have also. Uh, mm, there are four options actually when someone is saying something nasty or blaspheming one is we can uh, cut the tongue <laughs> that's one thing we can we can consider this of course <laughs> and all consequences say again, uh, we can to do what uh to cut the tongue oh, of the person right, right you know just yeah yeah that's that's one option that might and be hard second, to do in the internet oh yeah that, that's of course then uh, then uh, we can go away that's the easiest uh, part because we don't like to spend our energy or time and you know and uh, then we can then we can uh, then uh, yeah we can we can give up our lives mm. that's also option that's an but option. it's uh, yeah. yeah it's qu- <laughs> it's quick and you know <laughs> and, and uh, very ultimate <laughs> and uh, but as I, as far as I remember, there is also a fourth option. That means we can, if we have power to convince the person yeah. that he or she is wrong, mm. then we can do this also. But that, that's for someone who is able to do this. So, but before we can convince someone, we need to uh, hear this person. Otherwise, this person is not able to hear us because she's, she or he is upset, full mm-hmm. of emotions, mm-hmm. and is not ready. There is no readiness to, to hear mm-hmm. because there is quite big need of expressing. Mm-hmm. Yeah? So until we don't hear this person and we go deeper, uh, into uh, those emotions or needs, then we can't uh, go. Uh, we can't reach to this person, you know, right. to the heart of this person. Right. Uh, and you said that, uh, about this uh, uh, some weeks ago, as I remember. So it's not easy to hear someone who is uh, who we think that he or she is blaspheming devotees. Mm-hmm. That is very, very painful, yeah, as it was in case of those two, two, uh, two devotees uh, of, of Lord Chaitanya. Mm-hmm. So this is very painful, but, uh, well, uh, so what we do, we need to uh, hide, or no, we, we need to think about about our needs. Like, for example, we our, our need is to, uh, to uh, defend our, our devotees or our guru. So we need to wait with our needs and first hear this person. Mm. So you you know it's not easy in internet because when usually I'm I'm doing this and when when I uh, asking some questions that are uh, you know trying to understand this person then you know the the discussion is over because <laughs> because this uh, this uh, uh, comment is already you know long way down you know, on the wall. Mm. But sometimes it is possible uh, when we we can start with on private mm. if we have time and and will. 
and sometimes it is possible and the person uh, then is uh, saying yes yes this is exactly what i'm thinking when we ask questions for example are you feeling you know upset because you saw this family that is doing this or that thing and therefore you are saying that he is stupid or something you know i'm giving example because it is often uh, yeah it is happening sometime mm-hmm. uh so this person says yes exactly exactly so then when person uh finally is expressing uh that is uh, you know is understood mm, is confirmed because that is something yeah then then we can say you know uh, my my perspective is completely different because i i mm. know this and that about this family and mm. i know better the situation because i was you know i was uh witness or i have right. more info whatever yeah and then this person is receptive oh yeah the yeah. Recept- receptiveness is is a key word That's but this receptiveness this receptiveness receptiveness is yeah receptiveness is not uh is not existing until we are not giving uh, a space for this person mm-hmm. so she or he can express this uh, her uh, her uh, you know mm-hmm. yes uh, way of thinking or whatever uh, she needs to uh, or he needs to express so mm-hmm. that's uh, that's uh, mm, i would say i would say it's a, an art you know so if you don't if you don't like to spend time on this it's not important for you then you can go away you know <laughs> just yeah. yeah i don't know uh, don't follow this person on on the facebook or whatever because you don't like to use your energy or or just, you don't like to spend uh, ele- your electric you know energy and pay, <laughs> yeah. pay bills for for uh, for yeah. this discussion that is you know right. uh, without any purpose I'm sorry, just saying this because this is my field of, uh, yeah, uh, of study. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. Last few years, last few years. uh, Somehow, I guess, I guess uh, Paramatma inspired me to think, to ask you, because because of that, you've been thinking. And I, I hope is, it's, uh, this is, this is answering the, uh, the, the yes, question. very of well. Divyambara Mataji. Oh. Because Divyambara Mataji, yes, she, asked, she was asking. The... Yes, thank you very much, Kavishandra Prabhu. So nice to hear from you. <laughs> it's, I don't think, I very much appreciate nonviolent communication. I've been studying it a little bit myself, but I don't think they will appreciate cutting off the tongue and giving up your life uh, today as part of being nonviolent. You know, no. this, is, this is one of, the, of, of, you know, nonviolent communication is one, one of the options, you know, you can choose. You, you don't need to, you know, do everything according to, uh, according to nonviolent communication. It's, it's one of the options. So if you like, you, you, can, you can choose this. Okay. <laughs> but my... What I was thinking is, I first of all, for me, it's very hard to understand how could somebody think that way? Like, how could they come up with such a fan? Where does this mentality, does it really stem from offensive chanting? And, and then just thinking that way, how could they ever chant without offenses? So it's like a, like a loop. But, but also, it, it's almost like a drug to have this negativity and then to express it 
in the virtual space. So I personally stay away from it. I don't have time yeah. so much for social media, but but it it, it it I cannot understand how how can even somebody think that way. <laughs> It may be better to not try too hard to understand how they can think that way. <laughs> I remember uh, one of my professors at Oxford, Keith Ward, uh, was making this point in some discussion in a in a conference. Um, and he, I don't remember, but he was making the points that. Um, he said, as an example, he said, I don't want to understand Hitler. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah, Hitler is the hardest. I don't want hard, to hardest one. I don't want to understand. understand because if I understand, you know, what does that mean to understand? He's saying it might mean that I adopt something like that same mentality. Otherwise, how can I understand? So I don't want to understand. So that's another, th that's another thing. But yeah. May, may, may I say something about this? Yeah. Because you remember, Mataji, you, you are asking, uh, or you, you express uh, this uh, kind of, um, you know, uh, it's, it's 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 hard to understand why some people are, are going this way or are telling this way or how it is possible that someone is developing such mentality right and saying such things so i can give you an example and uh, just observe the situation you know for maybe in case longer time like one month or something and uh, just try to catch the situation and someone is telling you why you are saying such things like this so then you are in the you know on the other side of the on the mirror you know because then someone is uh, surprised that you are telling such things or is is not able to understand you in this way you can understand that there, there are such situations when people are telling things that are, un, uh, you know, hard to understand. But how you can understand people, it's possible when you ask more questions. But you need to know uh, how to ask right questions, you know, to get the the right answer. <laughs> so that's yeah, that's the only way. Because sometimes we think, yeah, how how someone could do things like Adolf Hitler. But Adolf Hitler was also a spirit soul, and he did things. You know, <laughs> you know, uh, it's when 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 you when we are reading Mein Kampf, then you can see what are his real, uh, his real. But it's the hardest things in the world to understand Adolf Hitler. I don't like to go into this. I also, I don't like to understand Adolf Hitler. It's the hardest thing. Yeah, so I I I uh, agree with this uh, this professor. Okay, so that's for me. Uh, it's uh, really completely topic we can discuss uh, on and on. Yes, um, Sita Sundari has um, 
Okay. Added a point to this. Thank you. I'm going back to translation. Okay. Thank Dharma, you. Dharma Prabhu, can you switch <laughs> switch me as translator? <clears throat> um, Sita Sundari just wrote to me, but I don't think she'll mind if I read my experience in Germany on these things on social media <laughs> is that a lot is very poisonous and there is no use to try because many are using this platform to find release for the, their emotional issues. It is easy to get entangled, and before I know it, I've spent hours. Yeah, this is generally my policy, um, is to ignore. My, my general uh, approach with social media is kind of minimal. I'm basically just posting something if somebody's interested in it, uh, nice. And otherwise, Hare Krishna. Of course, if somebody says something nasty to what you've posted, um, in Facebook at least, you can remove it. Uh, it's, um, it's not, you know, you see it's just uh, like somebody spitting, you know, there's no benefit to anybody. Okay, you can just remove it. And of course, if they're persistent, you can remove them uh, from your list of friends. Um, okay, then Ipek again. Do you want do you want to explain Ipek what you've just written? Uh, yes, sure. Maybe it's easier to say it. Yeah. Um, so I was just writing that. Um, so in the reading, um, the sannyasis in Benares and the uh, prostitute were actually initially not friendly to um, devotees. They were uh, their initial intention was to harm. Uh, but for example, in the story, the prostitute was not punished by Krishna, and the uh, person who sent the prostitute was pun punished by Krishna. Mm. So I was thinking, what's the difference between them? Uh, although both of their in, um, intention was to harm. Mm. And it seems to me just that the prostitute was lucky to experience the whole name in a particular way. And when she came across it, she was ready to accept it. Mm. And so I said maybe except, uh, escaping Krishna's wrath is not so difficult. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, of course, the whole th point is that she's had... Um, many, many hours of association with Srila uh, Haridas Thakur. And so, uh, in the course of her sitting near him and hearing him chant, what's happening? She is getting purified, purified, purified. So that in the end, uh, when it comes to that point, she realizes uh, the uh, folly, the folly of her efforts. Then she submits herself to Haridas, who then, um, at that point, in a sense, takes the position of guru for her, although you can say unofficially up to that time, he's been acting as guru because um, she doesn't know it, but so he's he's been a kind of um, 
uh, what's the word? Uh, Marga Pravartaka Guru showing the way. So then now he's officially, in a sense, and he's giving that instruction. So you stay here, chant Hare Krishna, and worship Tulsi, serve Tulsi. Um, so by that time, she, this is a nice example going back to what Kavichandra was saying of receptivity. She's now become fully receptive uh, to his instruction. Whereas, um, what's his name? Who sent her? I always forget. Ramachandra Khan. Or, um, he's, he's not in the picture. He doesn't have any association. He's, mm, he's in trouble uh, because he's... Uh, simply wanting to harm the devotee, uh, and he's gotten no benefit from his association. That's how I would see it, the difference. Yeah. Thank you. Mm. Uh, Vrindapati. Oh, you want to give us some uh, astrological perspective. Do you want to explain this? I was just asking Vrindapati if he wants to give us his astrological perspective. Uh, miss, we only have two minutes. So yeah. <laughs> well, we, I can... you can say a little something. Um, I don't know. I was just listening. I was just listening to the discussion, and it says uh, some people Jupiter in somebody's astro astrological chart represents spirituality, represents guru, represents guru, you know. So moon represents the mind, Chandrama Manasa Jataha, and Mercury is uh, intelligence. So um, if it's afflicted in somebody's birth chart, especially these three planets, and especially if they are afflicted by Rahu. Um, then um, it can corrupt the intelligence of somebody as well. And if they are going through, a, particularly inside the birth chart, they have some yogas or doshas, uh, then it can also be an, um, a karmic um, thing that is coming from a previous life. Hmm. So a lot of agadhyā is... Um, is kind of tend to be spread. And electricity... Uh, in cyberspace, because it's an illusory space in one sense, is ruled by Rahu. And um, I, rem I just was remembering one of my, um, when I was at school, I had a, uh, a Shiite Muslim friend of mine. He was, um, he was very friendly to me, whilst some, you know, I had a lot of heated um you know, connection with other Muslim people there. But he was he was very friendly to me. And he told me once, he said, uh, in the, um, they are awaiting a, um, at the end times, a one-eyed cyclops to, um, and that one-eyed cyclops is going to control the world and destroy everything. And so the, he said, he said to me something very interesting. He said, there is, it's interesting that this one demon takes the form of this one eye and it's a screen. We're always looking at the screen all the time, and it's destroying <laughs> people's consciousness because uh -huh. this cyclops just has one eye and yeah. has many, many legs, uh -huh. <laughs> many, many things. 
So it's possible that um, you know that this Rahu is you know an agent of Kali and is really drawing out the Kali Yuga and everybody. So I guess you know, that was just a comment. It wasn't anything, not necessarily so profound. No, it's an interesting perspective, though. <laughs> Okay, uh, I guess we can end on that intriguing perspective. Um, now, I, it's been suggested to me that it might be best that since next Saturday will be the first of the month, first of the year, um, it might be best that we skip next Saturday, let everyone you can all party to your heart's content. <laughs> and we we won't ask you how you celebrate it. <laughs> um, and then we'll come back the week after that. Is that all right? Um, in the meantime, though, uh, you're welcome to do some reading. And... Maybe what we can say is this time, well, um, unless you have printed books of Chaitanya Charitamrita with indexes and verse indexes, maybe difficult to do this. Um, but if you can, uh, just for yourself, find whatever whatever you're already reading, it may not be Chaitanya Charitamrita, maybe the Gita, the Bhagavatam, uh, Nectar of Devotion, um, see if you can make a, uh, a particular effort to notice context where something is being stated and what is it that's surrounding that statement, whether it's something within a purport or whether it's something within, um, it's quoted in a verse. The Chaitanya Charitamrita is so to say, good for this because Krishnadas Kaviraj does a lot of quoting of Sanskrit verses within the mainly Bengali text. So he's extracting, he's taking from somewhere else and he's inserting it and then um, then it becomes interesting how is it that he has decided this verse fits here? What is he trying to do? And how can we appreciate what he's doing, uh, taking that particular verse? So I don't know if that made any sense, but um, so we'll leave it open for you all to. And then if you you do this, you can make one or two notes, and then we can discuss next time. Is that okay? Rasadari uh, Hari is shrugging, like, yeah, maybe. It's okay. <laughs> I'm open to suggestions for other uh, ways that we have these meetings. So, but that's, that's the idea for now. So again, oh, I was going to, oh, well, time goes quickly. I was going to talk something about the occasion, Christmas. But in any case, we can all celebrate the appearance of uh, Jesus who became 
received the title Christus, the, the anointed one. Um, I think the scholars say probably didn't appear on this date. It was probably more like early January. Whatever. Um, and then there's so many more things to say about the uh, the history and so many contexts. I was thinking to talk a little about the Sermon on the Mount, as it's called in English. Um, we might find some parallels in the Gita, but that will have to wait for another time. You may also be in the mood with the New Year of making New Year's resolutions, to which I can only say, best thing is, write it down, uh, because otherwise you'll forget after a few days or weeks. <laughs> uh, resolutions are good if we keep them. And if we don't keep them, well, resolution means vow, and vow, rata, is something to be sustained, and through that, <laughs> to please the Lord. And that's the purpose of rata. All right, thank you all for joining, and uh, keep well, and chant and be happy, and... Don't get in any internet fights. <laughs> <laughs> so, Srila Prabhupada ki jai, Ananta Koti Vaishnavinda ki jai, Atai Gaur Premanande. Happy New Year, everybody.